Pirates. Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. There we go. That sound confirms it once again. Getting crunk on Booze Day Tuesday. Still brought to you by the Southern Restaurant Six Pack Store, downtown Blacksburg. Although we're uh, stepping away from the beer to drink some spirits, Nate. How you feeling? I mean, this is the whole reason I showed up to work today. Yeah, well, yeah, likewise, man. <laughs> it's definitely a good day. We got Jason and Jason from J.H. Bard's uh, awesome distillery that just opened up a couple years ago right here in Fairlawn. Uh, for those that don't know, where exactly are you all? How can they get there? What are your store hours? What, what will they get to see when they come to see you? So our distillery has a full service tasting room ready to go, cocktails and everything ready to go. We are in the Pulaski County Innovation Center, which is off of uh, Visco Road. Right up the hill from the Pulaski County, I'm sorry, the uh, Virginia Tech Golf Course. All right, yeah, yeah, right on up there. And uh, so yeah, when they come through, they obviously will get to check out and, and see what's up with all these uh, delicious stuff. But do you all do like cocktails kind of deal over there too? Absolutely. Jason is a master at putting cocktails together. We've got a, a wonderful arrangement of cocktails uh, whether it's me or Jason or, or our man Derek and they're making cocktails for you. Come in, have a couple, have a great time. It makes sense. You've been in the industry for 30, were you behind the bar for some of that 32 years? For, for much of it, yeah. yeah. And then I've, like Jason said, I've also got my brother Derek helping us out. Uh, he's our tasting room uh, manager and he kind of Fills in a lot of the gaps, helps me create the cocktails, and for the most part, mans the bar while Jason and I talk about things. Well, that's cool. Keeping it in the family. I like that. So I got to ask, what what am I missing the boat on? Uh, cocktail <clears throat> with like bourbon, whiskey. I love old fashions, but that's about as far as I've really gone. I mean, obviously, you've got your bourbon and Coke, but. Sure, sure. I mean, old fashioned is really the, the, the one of the best cocktails. And, you know, not to pat myself and Derek on too much on the back, but, you know, I'd put my old fashioned up against anybody. So if you're looking for a great old fashioned, please swing in it and talk to us. But I mean, there's a lot of great things you can do with with whiskey cocktails. Um, I mean, love a good whiskey sour with with real egg white in there. Um a Manhattan is an amazing thing that you can do. And we've just been able to utilize some of our spirits in some unconventional ways for the cocktails that we have available over there. The main one that we do in my house, and I, I can't remember the name of it. I guess it's kind of like a, uh, what's a, it's, it's, well, you, I, I list you the ingredients. I can't remember what we call it. So it's bourbon because I like, you know, I like the bourbon, bourbon, ginger beer, and lime and simple syrup. What's that's that? that's going to be typically a mule. So it's a mule, but it's not a Moscow mule. It's right. a it's Kentucky mule. Kentucky mule. mule. Yeah. Thank you. It's what we call it. As a we Kentucky like to do the Kentucky mule. That makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it works out really, really well. But too. use a bottle of this, you got a Virginia mule. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, you did hand me the, the Virginia single malt whiskey. Um, and I'm so glad you brought this because this is the one I was talking about. 46% uh, by volume, so that makes it a 92 proof. And if I'm not mistaken, um, so obviously... You guys can't make scotch Correct. because we're not in Scotland. Right. Uh, however, yeah, the Highlanders were close. Yeah, it is Radford. Yeah, Sister I mean, Scotch. If, if you if you can find a way to distill this on campus at RU, then maybe you can make it. I think they might frown upon make that. an argument. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so tell me a little bit about the uh, the single malt uh, whiskey here, because and and for for that matter, give us an idea of the difference between single malt and then just you know what makes it single malt. Uh, single malt just refers to the fact that we're using a single grain, and that grain is barley, and that barley has been malted, and that's where the whole phrase single malt whiskey comes from. Um, malting is just a, a way of, of soaking the grain down, getting it to the point where the, the starches convert to sugars, and then halting that process, and then using those sugars that are inside the grain to feed the yeast that makes the fermentation go. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, versus a blend, which is, I guess, a blend of exactly D- different, different grains. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we, we went with the single uh, 100% malted barley in this one. Um, super smooth and in and, and great to sip on. Uh, if you put it up to your mouth and do the little nose trick on it that we, we talked about earlier, you kind of get some a lot of grain coming off of the uh, off of the glass, and it's it's mm. r- much softer than the rye whiskey is going to be. Um, but it finishes really really long and clean. Uh, we aged this in its original barrel for a number of years, and then we put it into what's known as a toasted barrel for about a half a year, and that really changed the complexion and the flavor and added some of those. Sw- sweet factors that you're getting in there, those those marginally sweet. So notes. what makes it toasted? So not charred, but toasted? What does that mean? Just like lightly charred? Or what does the toasted barrel mean? So it's it's really in how the cooper makes the barrel and finishes it. So a, a charred barrel is going to be a, a basically a flamethrower goes into it and just burns it and makes it charcoal. Mm. Um, a toasted barrel is the opposite. It's, you're going to stick it into a large oven like a kiln, bake that barrel until all those naturally occurring sugars rush to the middle. It makes this really nice caramel looking membrane on the inside of the barrel and when the whiskey washes in and out during the aging process it picks up a lot of that sugar and a lot of that caramel sensation nice that's the one thing i actually knew because i don't know if any of you fall into this trap but like late at night i'll just be scrolling through the internet watching random videos i'm a big fan of the uh you know how it's made stuff and i've watched them make barrels and it's one of the most fascinating things in the world to watch a barrel get made well like jason said we've got a great cooperage uh, space like cooperage down in atkins virginia and their, their facility is just top-notch and amazing, and it's it's insane to watch their process down there. It's it's awesome. I wonder – yeah, I mean, I've never really thought about it, but especially with how popular, you know, bourbon and that's – I mean, there must be, yeah, huge industry and just barrel making. I have never even really thought about that. What, what, how, how was it made? Is that what you said? Is that on Netflix? Can I, can I watch it? Like, um, YouTube. There's like every episode on yeah. there. Everything's on YouTube. Are you sipping on the Virginia? I am. Malt? Okay. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page because this is – is it not delicious? It is. We, we actually love this one a lot and we, we liked it so much that we sent it into uh, the Denver International Spirits Competition. Um, and back in March, we got notified that we won our first gold medal with this whiskey. No kidding. Yeah. So we're pretty proud of this one. So now wow. we're going to retire out on top. That is, that's fantastic. <laughs> Did you say retire while you're on top? That's right. <laughs> that's the Paps Blue Ribbon model. Go, da- go down there and get it while you can. Yeah. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon. I, uh, They're after my own heart here. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Um, so what else? All right. So obviously you guys make uh, the vodka, the whiskey. You got a, a, an array of whiskey. Do you have anything, any other prospects on the horizon? Any other stuff you might want to try and tackle in the future? You, you know, you mentioned that that barrel that you did that was tasted a little tequila-esque. Right. Uh, it's, it's a little hard to make tequila in the United States because tequila, just like scotch, has to come from Scotland. Tequila has to come from uh, Mexico. So, no kidding. So we could never label it as tequila per well, se. What, what's the what's the workaround? What are, what do we what are they? What's that made in America then called? Typically, they'll call it an agave. Agave. Spirit. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know if we're looking at doing that, but um, gin is really. Uh, I'm a big fan of gin, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to put dipping our toes into some gin. I'd like to make some vermouth as well as an abs- absinthe in the future. Really, an yeah. absinthe. Absolutely. Now that's now what's the What's the current law on wormwood? Uh, wormwood is 
you can use it. it has to be a very specific variety of wormwood and you know absinthe has a, a lot of mystique to it and a lot of unfortunately just incorrect facts about it it, it doesn't make you see anything it's not hallucinogenic no uh, it doesn't matter where it's i made. was very disappointed when i found that out when i first tried <laughs> you and me both mate. you and me both but it's it's a great spirit that's got a lot of versatility and a lot of great flavors and aromas that can really just transform any cocktail that's also one of those ones that, like, if you're doing drinking it the traditional way, I don't know, maybe it's that of a sucker, but there's kind of that old, like, uh, when you're putting vinyl on, you pull it out of the, the album sleeve, throw it on, and then you have to flip it. Like, there's that process to drinking it traditionally with the sugar cube and everything. So it's so much fun. I, I don't... It's great. And it's, it's a lesson in patience for sure yeah. because one drop at a time, one drop at a time mm-hmm. to dissolve that out. And it's great to just sit there and watch the the spirit go from green to that nice soupy, cloudy green. And it's it's a fun fun aspect. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I want to get back to because you mentioned gin, which I do have some stuff to say for gin. But but isn't there is dessert here? I know. Was that the last one? The maple, right? So Absolutely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this because uh, – I don't know if anybody's had – there are a ton of different, you know, sweetened um, whiskeys out there. And a lot of it, you got to be careful because if you spill it, it's going to be just a sticky mess. And uh, I don't know if this falls into that because I'm going to try not to spill it yeah, whatsoever. Say don't spill it. Um, but uh, some of them are just too too sweet in my opinion. Uh, now, this one, I remember when we went to the tasting, uh, it was a standout to me because I just wanted to do nothing but – poured on a, just a big plate of waffles because it did almost seem like you could just straight up do that. But at the same time, mm, you gave me a good pour on this one. Absolutely. Is this not your favorite? You only do a little taste? No, man. I've got I've got plenty for myself. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that's As, as he so said, he knows what it tastes like. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was this was definitely a standout. So tell me a little bit about the, uh, the maple whiskey, which by the way, that's coming in at 30% uh, by volume. So that's a 60 proof. You know, you can't make stuff this easy drinking uh, higher in the ABV. You got to dull it down for people that can just, you can just throw this stuff back because it's just delicious. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. We, we look at this as a tailgate whiskey. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a mountain fireball, if I can use that that phrase. Um, we take our bourbon, you know, as Jason said, a blend of a two year and a four year. We proof it down from 84 to 60. So add a, a good bit of water to it. That proofing is that scientific word to just add water. Um, and then we mix actual maple syrup with it. I mean, no... No chemicals, no colorings, no nasty stuff. Straight up. Yeah, that's it. So real simple, real simple math. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you very much. Uh, and then it comes out, you know, it, it's a nice sipper. It's, it's excellent by a campfire. It's excellent before a football game, uh, before a basketball game. It's it's breakfast food. You know? Yeah, you can easily just throw some ice cubes and drink it straight. But do you do, uh, do you have an idea? I mean, you, I know you guys make the cocktails out there. Do you do a breakfast cocktail with this or something? Like a little, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to envision I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> I don't know what you do. This, this would be great for hot toddies. Oh. I can tell you that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. So one sense. of the main cocktails we make at the distillery with this is our uh, cinnamon maple sour. So it's uh, it's an oleosaccharum syrup, which is uh, an oil-based citrus syrup that I make. And we blend a little cinnamon tincture in there. Put that together. It's kind of like a whiskey sour, but it ends up tasting uh, pretty much like a, a bowl of French toast. It's amazing. 
Another great thing you can do with this is, you know, the, the classic breakfast shots, a little bit of maple whiskey, a little bit of orange juice, throw a bit of peppered bacon down inside that glass and take there some shots. Go. And That's what I was trying to think of. I was like, there's a way to make yeah. this with orange juice to make it work. Oh, yeah. The it works bacon really well. is the way the to make it work. Yeah. We could have also used this on our Irish coffee show. Oh, This one yes. is phenomenal. Yep. It blends really well with coffee as well. Mm. I'll shot of this with a bacon chaser. Was... You sign me up. <laughs> so, like, when I first sipped, I didn't get a whole lot of the maple, and then it just, like, almost like splashes on your tongue mm-hmm. and it's just like having that palate cleanser built in right to it. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got that sweetness to it, but it's not heavy and sticky and yeah. syrupy. So it, it just, it flows really nicely. No doubt about it. So I did want to get back to that gin thing because I was surprised. Like I'm, I'm, I was never a big fan of gin myself. I always thought it, you know, it's just like pine, pine trees in a glass or something, but I went abroad uh, to Scotland and, and it seems like all of the British just love gin. I think that's the most popular spirit. And I was surprised when you when you have it done with some good cocktails and, and even just f- finally tasting good quality gin. You know, it's not so bad. Absolutely. So so is that where do you get that? I mean, it, it, it does seem like it's getting more and more popular. Absolutely. I mean, there's two main styles of gin out there. And you've got the London dry style, which is what most people think of. And it's your tankerays and your bee feeders. bee feeders in the world. And those have a little bit of a heavier juniper content. And that's where most folks get that, that pine tree flavor from. And the other style is what's known as a new world style. And People are utilizing different botanicals at different ratios to kind of mitigate that juniper and bring in other flavors to it. Um, people are using things like Douglas fir and sage and, and other things to to just have a, a different style. And so when we get to the point that we're going to make gin, we're definitely going to lean on that that new world style a little bit more and try to locate some farmers and some folks around here that have some some different botanicals that really represent the New River Valley and Virginia as a whole and utilize those as our main flavor components. Awesome. I'm I mean, I wish you I wish you the best of luck and endeavor and I'm really looking we'll have to have you come back when you when you make some gin for me. Most certainly. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right. Here, hot seat Nate. Guys, I could put you guys on the hot seat, too. This has been a phenomenally fun experience and and A-plus all around. Yeah, but you had to choose. Which one was your favorite? I'm going to do this and and probably get heckled, but... The maple. No. No? The rye. He's going rye. I can tell. It's the rye. I felt that one. Team rye, man. Love it. I like the single malt. Single malt all the way. That was just so good. I, I remember it. Uh, uh, just absolutely delicious. That being said, the maple is just super tasty. Nice. But uh, yeah, that single malt, you got to go. And it's got Virginia right there. Absolutely. Know, the single. Do y'all, out of what we've tried, I, you like the rye. I'm You're the rye, rye guy. Yeah, he's the rye guy. Is it guy. the bourbon or I, do you like this? I lean on the bourbon, yeah. All right. So everybody's, you know, you got your own flavors. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and sharing. And by the way, if you're out here in the NRV, it can't be too far of a drive from you. Stones throw from here at the radio station. You guys can feel free to come by anytime. Well, we, as and, long as we're bringing booze, right? Yeah, well, sure. of course. We're not opening that's, the door. You that's know, the right? price of admission. <laughs> it's like you got to knock on it with a bottle. There you go. Uh, but yes, JH Bards, they're right here in Fairlawn. They're very local, local guys that are uh, doing awesome things, man, here in the NRV. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Uh, obviously, we ran long, so uh, I'm done. I'm signing off here. Uh, because I don't think I can talk. Uh, plus, I still see there's some other stuff there that I haven't finished this one. So, oh boy, yeah. Uh, if I come in slurring or you know we'll lagging you tomorrow, yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's a wrap uh, for yours truly. I'm out the door. I uh, hope you guys have a very safe and fun rest of your Tuesday. As I will hopefully, I'm, I'm gonna have to call. 
I'll have to call BB to come get me. Can I get a ride with you, Nate? Nate, you want to take me home? I, I think I can do it. All right. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys coming in. Thanks a uh, lot. That's a wrap. You guys have a good uh, JT's up next, and I will see you later.